Hello everyone and welcome back to yet another episode of the One Touch Podcast. I'm your host Vuyo as always and I'm joined by my co-host Jerry likewise who I'm sure is excited as always to be joining me to talk about what's been happening around the footballing world in the last month or so. Jerry, excited? I'm I'm cool, bro. I'm cool, bro. You know how it is. Yeah, what's going on? Um, you know, this this week is it's probably one of the worst weeks for the Chelsea fans since Tuchel came in, but we'll we'll get to it in a little bit. Right, right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, today as well on the show we are joined by a very special guest gracing us with his presence all the way from South Africa. Good friend of mine, Nash. How you how you doing, my man? Yeah, I must say I'm better feeling better than Jerry. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, I mean, I'm at the end of the spectrum. Liverpool seem to be doing so well. So, yeah, I'm top of the world. Absolutely. Absolutely love that. You know, further down the show, we're going to find out um, how you're feeling about, you know, this weekend and, you know, the the game you have. Very, very huge game against um, City. For sure. Right. But, um, yeah, without further ado, gents, uh, let's get straight into it, yeah? So, Liverpool, currently sitting in first place. Nash, going into this weekend, you feeling confident? Yeah, I mean, we, are, we must say that Liverpool's been fast out the blocks. I'm Absolutely. actually surprised as a fan myself. I mean, really coming into the season, I thought that, yeah, we'll be doing well, but didn't really expect us to be performing the way we are. I mean, City just came from a loss in the past week against PSG. also came from a win against Chelsea on the weekend, so... I mean, I'm feeling very confident. I'm mm-hmm. slightly nervous. I mean, it's City. City just came from a loss, and I don't think Pepe's going to want to lose two games in a row. But it's a case of, I mean, we've got the momentum now. We've been playing so well. I mean, I think we scored 20 goals in September, mm-hmm. which I think is quite crazy. Everyone's talking about City not having a striker and all of that stuff. I don't really think that's affecting Pepe in, in any way, to be honest. Right. Um, what, yeah, what, I mean, what, are, so, what, worries, what worries would you say you had um, regarding Liverpool season before it started? I think it's a case of, you know what it is, like, look at all the clubs around, right? Chelsea, um, United, City, signing players, big players. Mm-hmm. Look at Liverpool. I mean, we only had one signing, right, in Kanata, And Evans on this chat, chit-chat and saying, oh, Liverpool didn't sign any players. But I think what was quite different with Liverpool's strategy was that we pretty much, you know, extending everyone's contract, essentially. Obviously, we still need to sort out Salah's contract, which I think is arguably the biggest thing that we need to do. But it was a case of, damn, everyone's got new players around. What's Liverpool done? Just signed a centre-back. What difference is that going to make? Mm-hmm. But I think it's a case of momentum now. Like, Klopp's happy with the squad. They've been pretty much together for the past, you know, three, four years now. And I think it's just a case of carrying on that momentum. And yeah, I was a bit nervous at the beginning, but it seems like it's paid off and I'm not complaining, to be honest. Right. No, I love that, man. So yeah, Liverpool were the only team so far who haven't taken a loss in the league. And sitting on 14 points, one point ahead of City going into this weekend. Um, g- give me a prediction real quick. What can, <laughs> what can, we, what, what can we expect? Because obviously, as you said, City won last week against Chelsea away, which is a big result. And then they go into Europe uh, in midweek and take a 2 nothing loss against uh, Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, how, are you, how are you feeling? What do you, what do you think is going to happen? Do you want... Uh... Honest, honest opinion. No, I mean, what you, what you what you think what you think is going to happen? 
I'm going 2 1 Liverpool. Just two because we're at Anfield, the fans are back. Yeah, I yeah. can't see us losing there, to be honest. I love that. Jerry, what you what you saying? What you going at? Um, the way I see it, I feel like Liverpool could dominate this game the way Man City kind kind of did against us, and but with differences. You guys are kind of more put together, a more put together squad than Man City. You could probably put, you could probably put two or three past past City. I say, I my opinion, I think it'll be like a two nil. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll have most of that possession. City will try. City will have chances, but kind of like against they like how they did against us, they won't be able to finish everything. So right. they they're not they won't be as clinical as you guys are, and you guys are able to take those chances. So I could see it being a two nil to Liverpool. And I don't know if you guys know this as well. Well, Trent at least is a big loss for Liverpool going into the weekend. Is he still? He's still out. Yeah, he? He, yeah, he's still out. And then. Uh, what's his name? Thiago's also out this weekend. I mean, obviously not as big a loss, but you know, still could make a difference. I mean, the 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 way Curtis Jones played midweek, I don't know if Thiago is that is that big of is that big of a miss at the moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, we'll we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. And you know, coming towards your team, Jerry Chelsea, mm. suffering back to back defeats for the first time under Tuchel. Yeah. Um. First against City, as I said previously, and then in midweek against Juventus away. Um, how how are you feeling? Is it any is it anything to worry about, or you know, it's just one of those things you you can react to quickly this weekend against Southampton. I don't think it's anything to worry about. The performance on Monday was a kind of iffy, just because we tried out a new formation. We started with three midfielders and two strikers with uh, Werner and Lukaku up front, and. I think that was kind of risky because it was something new we hadn't tried from the get-go before. We tried it at the end of the um, – at the second half of the Tottenham game, make, putting Conte, making that substitution and making him that extra midfielder, and it worked there. I don't know if it was the right move to make against City, and if it was, I'm surprised Tuchel didn't make another halftime substitution like he did to kind of m- put us in our right – mind and a familiar mind in that uh three four three formation so um i think it's just a little blip it could have been worse for us against city they could have been easily been three four nil if it wasn't for mendy and uh men city's lack of clinical finishing but mm-hmm. uh yeah i say it's it's just a little bit plus we have all the midweek against juventus we had injuries to mason mount conte reese james pulisic's been out for a couple of weeks so that that's a that would be a four key players in your starting eleven would be a big miss for any team. Mm-hmm. So I mean, does this kind of reflect, you know, the importance of? I mean, we obviously know how important it is to Chelsea and uh, Golan Kante. Mm. Um, does this kind of highlight just you know how much of a lack of depth in that position you have? Because I don't see, I don't really think Chelsea has anyone like him in, in, in the team. I don't think I don't think it's a lack of depth. I think it's a lack of that type of quality because I, I i i don't know of a, another midfielder in the world that's like conte so if, if if it was any team that would be a big miss for anybody and even today in tuso's press conference he said the same thing anybody missing angolo conte would it would be a big miss right no absolutely um nash what do you make of you know at least lukaku's start so far at chelsea 
Yeah, man, I think it's been amazing, to say the least. Uh, obviously, I know he's been receiving a bit of stick now. What is it? Three games in a row without a goal? Yeah. And I just think people are taking it out of context. Like, I mean, come on, it's just been three games. And then if you look at two of the three games, you're playing Juventus and City mm. on their day. Absolutely untouchable. Um, what's interesting, though, is I don't know if you saw Conte's comments where he said that he feels like Tuchel hasn't gotten the best out of him yet, which I found quite interesting. I mean, I mm. looked at Lukaku the first few games and I was thinking, damn, easy 20-plus goals this season. And I still think that's the case. I mean, I'm still interested to see exactly how Conte thinks Tuchel should be using him. I, I don't see any wrong in terms of, you know, the way um, Tuchel's been currently using him. I mean, I'm quite interested to see if there will be any dynamic change. What I actually wanted to speak to Jerry about or ask him is, I mean, what's your thoughts on Tuchel saying that, you know, the, um, the players looked a bit tired and jaded on, on Wednesday? I mean, in my opinion, we've only been, what, like eight, nine games into the season. You guys have a really strong squad. Yeah. Our players are really tired. I mean, I think his squad rotation has been pretty decent. I'm not understanding... Do you think it's a case of him overworking them? Is it the traveling? What do you think the issue is? I mean, for Jorginho, I understand because, um, sorry, you also mentioned that, you know, he's just come off the Euros and he didn't have much time to rest. But yeah, that's essentially one or two players. I mean, it could be said for a lot of players. If, if you look at even the England squad, how the yeah. people, how the people in, in that squad have been doing this season, we see Maguire's injured right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Foden didn't have the best start. Mason Mount hasn't had the best start. Uh, who else? Shaw's like, injured as well. Shaw's injured. Sterling hasn't had a good start. Kane Trent, start. Kane Trent, starts being pretty slow as well. Kane. Kane's been uh, terrible. Like yeah, anybody can say that. Ah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say terrible. I wouldn't say terrible. But has, like, he, it's, it's, has he scored in the league? No, nah, he hasn't scored in the league. Yes, he he's got a hat trick yesterday. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a joke of a league. We can't even call yeah, that. Yeah, I. Yeah. I, I I mean that was a preseason match for them, if anything. Yeah. Um, and Chelsea had, if I'm not mistaken, we had the most players in the Euros slash, I think just in the Euros period, yeah. in that tournament. And then coming back, and we've we haven't had a lot of rotation. The only time we've had rotation at our starting eleven is because of injuries. Thiago Silva wasn't fit to start the season, so we had to play Christensen in that central center back role. Um, Rudiger still fit. We lost Zuma, didn't replace him, even though we have Trevor Chalaba. That he he doesn't have the amount of experience. Why did you that even Zuma have? Why did you even sell him? Start off honestly. Uh, like... Tuchel didn't like his play style. Tuchel wants in in that position and yeah. those those outside in that three those two center backs that play on the kind of outside. He wants a ball playing center back and. Zoo and I, I kind of agree with him that Zuma's not. I mean, obviously, a, obviously, we yeah, uh, yeah, right. But I, I that think he's like, not that ball playing center back. That's why he wanted um, Jules Kounde. And then you didn't get him in the end. And, and we didn't now. get him in the end. But that's probably why he kept Trevor Child because he's because he's been looking decent. But I don't think he's given him enough time to make it that we think he would have made. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I think. We'll still be in for Kunde next summer. I've even heard reports of Matthias Delit, which is, I'd be happy, but I don't see it happening because one, we have um, Tiago Silva's contract is up in the summer. And then also on top of that, Aspilicueta's contract is up in the summer. Yeah. And Rudiger's contract is up in the summer. So I think next so next summer for us is kind of how like uh, Nash was saying this summer was for 
Liverpool. It's just kind of getting all their contract situations sorted out. Uh, pri- yeah, as a that's the main priority. Yeah. No, I mean, fair enough, man. Fair enough. And then kind of shifting the focus over to my team. Um, obviously, obviously, um, you know, we've had a couple bad games um, and then got a result in the last minute thanks to, you know... Individual brilliance. <laughs> individual brilliance again. That's what I'm saying. Thanks, thanks to Ronaldo in the 94th minute against Villarreal to win 2 1 in the Champions League and get our first points, basically. Um, it can actually kind of mount a little consistent run to keep up with the big boys, both in the Champions Because, I mean, our, our group in the Champions League is not easy at all. Because now our next mm. game is against Atalanta. That's, mm. that's, a, that's a massive game. And. You know, in the league, we have Everton this weekend. What do you What do you make of our start so far? I, f- I feel personally, I feel like your start's been decent. Okay. You, I feel like that first game with Ronaldo was that kind of uh, theater of dreams start. It's what what everybody wanted two goals, but I think everybody overlooks or overlooks that they they were two massive goalkeeping errors. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't. Even know who that goalkeeper was starting for? Who was it? Who was it? Newcastle. Yeah, New, yeah, Newcastle. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, and you could say I'm. Oh, this is bias. Was Ronaldo? Yeah, I, I'm not hating, but it's just the facts. Right. And when I look at your next four, five fixtures in the league, which Harry Maguire is, I'm pretty sure he's going to be out, and even Shaw. I don't know. Did he? I heard all he say he's going to be on the bench for your midweek. Did he ever come on? On the Luke, on the pitch, Luke Shaw. No, uh, no, I don't think he no? was on the bench. Okay, yeah, so bench. your next five fixtures, you've got Everton, uh, Everton at home, mm-hmm. Leicester away, Liverpool at home, <laughs> Tottenham away, Spurs away, <laughs> and then Man City at home. Jeez, man. So th- these next five, ga- I feel like these next five games will determine. Michael Break. Yeah, and then how many? After- how many? How many of those do you think we could win? Three. Okay. You could you could beat Spurs. Nash, Nash, what do you think? Yeah, I was gonna go with four. I don't know. I feel like ah, I think three. I, 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 I think three is fair enough. To be fair, to I be think honest, could... you know you know how United is right. When it's time to you know everyone's doubting Wait, them. When it, when it's time to do the job, they get the exactly. job done. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, I, I'll give I'll give my quick prediction. I think we can get three points against Everton tomorrow. Against yeah. Leicester, against Leicester, Leicester have been poor so far this season. I think yeah. we can get a win yeah. against Leicester. Mm-hmm. Um, Hosting Liverpool at home, I think we can maybe get one point from that game. If you're lucky. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky. And then uh, we have Spurs away. I think we can we can get a win away to Spurs. And then City, obviously, kind of depends, you know, what happens in the next month with, with City's form, you know. But um, Boy. Go on. You got... After that city game, you got Watford, and after that, you got Chelsea and Arsenal. You yeah, got a tough run of yeah, it's, coming it's, up. It's, it's, yeah, gonna yeah, be, it's, it's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be tough. Um, but yeah, obviously, what would you say? I think I've asked this question on a, a previous episode, but like, mm. given that, because I don't think last time we recorded we had signed Ronaldo yet, so you know, bringing Ronaldo in makes a huge difference, and then also Pogba having a great start so far, seven assists in the yeah, league. Yeah, yeah. What do you think is realistic for us, man, in terms of at least silverware? Because I think top four, personally, at least, would be... That's all I can expect from us. But in terms of 
we're already out of the Carabao Cup, so that doesn't help. So now we're just left with the FA Cup and the Champions League. You know, can we do anything special in coats? No. <laughs> no. No. I'm going to be real with you. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I could see you doing the FA Cup depending on how your group line, uh, on how your fixtures line up, but honestly, anything other than that, because you're, you're sitting third right now in your, in your Champions League group based on head-to-head with uh, young boys. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, that's yeah, like you said, that's a that, that's a tough group because you got Atalanta next, right? And I feel like when you play, I feel like you'll get you'll get the the win against Young Boys when you play them at home, um, and then Villarreal is going to be another tough one. Away, yeah, away. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, as as we said, man, it's going to be a tough run of fixtures for United going into Christmas. Let's just kind of see what happens with them. We'll we'll leave it at that for now. And mm. then speaking of surprises so far this season, the team we play this weekend in Everton, currently sitting in fifth. Obviously, only six games into the season. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I have to say they've really been impressive, especially uh, what's his name, Demari Gray. Demari Gray. Yeah. They, they, didn't they? They uh, didn't they get him for? I think it was something very like one point five million. Yeah, it was, it was less than two million. Yeah, gracious, and the, and the yeah. effect he's had on that team is insane. Yeah, so I mean, they've only taken one loss so far this season, mm-hmm. and that was against Aston Villa away. And other than that, they really look strong and impressive. What do you, you do? You see them, you know, fighting for European place? You think? I can see it. Yeah. Um. They just gotta keep their people healthy, is what it is. You know, Richarlison. I think he's missed a couple games. Calvert Lewin's currently out, and then because Solomon Rondon has been play, has played as many games as Calvert Lewin, and I don't think I don't I, I completely forgot he was still he was back in the league. Honestly, <laughs> he is yeah. so average. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you look at Damari Gray with the three goals and one assist. In six appearances, even Andrews Townsend's been doing decent. Two goals and two right, assists. Right, they, they've they've looked good as a team. Yeah, they've looked good as a team. To be fair, and obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, there's Brighton right behind them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think I think that might be might might be my surprise this season is Brighton. As in, so far, I mean, or so for, far, so okay. far, I think yeah, that's yeah, fair because yeah. yeah, eventually, I think they're gonna fade away and mm-hmm. kind of go into the mid table positions. But I mean, West Ham. Back at it this year again. Yeah, just won two two nothing yesterday in the Conference League. Sorry, in the Europa League. Yeah, Europa. Yeah, Europa, Europa. Yeah, there you go. So I mean, you know, there've been a couple of surprises so far. I don't know if we're really surprised to see Arsenal sitting in tenth. And but <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not throwing, I'm not throwing any shade. Arsenal fans listening, please don't take it personally. Um, but um, yeah, no, nah, you can. I'm. Yeah, come at no, because their start to the season was terrible. Shocking, shocking. I I'm kind of giving them leniency, depending just saying on how Brentford's done, especially with that game against Liverpool. You could see they have a lot of quality. But that's 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 another team that's kind of surprised everyone as well. Yeah. Yeah, but to not show up for that first game and that that the way that back line got tore up by Ivan Tony. 
was yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. Ness, what do you what do you think about the rest of the table so far? You know, I just wanted to touch on Brighton a bit. I mean, mm. if we look at it right, I think Graham Potter has done such a good job. I mean, yeah, four absolutely. wins out of six, currently sitting at six. It's quite crazy considering that they were pretty much battling relegation for the past four campaigns. You know what I mean? And I mean, uh-huh. when I look at it, I feel like they've been building up for a while now. Um, I was yeah. reading an article the other day saying that they've invested quite a lot of money into the club itself, like through players, the stadium itself, as well as having a world-class training facility now. And I think Graham Potter's really won the heart of the fans. If you look at players like, you know, Basuma, um, Neil Mopo, they've really come to the party. And also, we tend to forget that Tag Lanty's pretty much been injured for the beginning of the season. He's almost back, too. He was yeah. on the bench last game, so... And exactly. One thing I want to point out is uh, their acquisition of uh, Mark Kukaria. He, yeah, I've, right. I've had my eye on him because he used to be a uh, Barcelona a Barcelona Academy product, and I've 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 wanted him back at Barcelona. We sent him out to loan at um, I think it was Getafe, and then they bought him. I that if yeah. anyone was going to replace Jordi Alba, it was going to be him. But I think he's a, a amazing fit for uh, Brighton at right. the moment. No, nah, absolutely. And I, I mean, one of our listeners actually, I'm actually glad that you brought that up, mm. uh, sent a question and said, if you're a manager like Graham Potter or Eric Ten Hag, would you prefer to move to Leicester or Spurs or just stay put? I mean, the question is, <laughs> you mentioned it earlier, Rio, can yeah. Brighton sustain this, you know, this yeah. form throughout to the end of the season? I honestly don't think so. I don't know if they've got that. What would be, 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 be a good number or... Or season for them? What number, what number think, do you think they could finish? I think top 12. Okay. I, th- I think I could think they could do top 10. Yeah, okay. even top okay. 10. 100%. I, I mean, I would, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Brighton, so I'd love to see them finish top 10. But I think, as Nash said, top 12 is, is realistic. If they can finish in, you know, between 9th and 11th, maybe, that will be a very good season for them. Yeah, I mean, considering that they've been battling relegation for so long, I mean, they're definitely going to take anything from 12 and above. 100%. Right. This is, I think this is only the start of of greatness for them, yeah. to say the yeah. least. They've been building no. this up for a while now. No, I love that. And then to just kind of wrap up on Premier League action, the disappointments of the season so far, I'd say personally at least, I don't know about you guys, but Leicester City have been pretty dismal. Yeah. I would say Leeds. I was going to say Leeds too. Yeah. I mean, they haven't won a game this season. Three losses and three draws. That's that's shocking. I mean, I saw Bamford saying that they've got that, you know, second season syndrome, which is basically like, you know, dilapidating um, condition, afflicting a high percentage of teams, I guess, a year or so after promotion. But uh, I don't know. Like, Bielsa, if they lose this game now against, what is it, Watford on um, Saturday, tomorrow, yeah. I think that's going to be the first time that Leeds would have lost, you know, Jeez, would have struggled to win geez, um, seven geez. games in their opening fixtures, which yeah. I think is that's that's worrying. I th- my main thing is I think it's 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 a confusing one for them because their forward line. So you have the your free your Fina, Patrick Bamford. Um, they've been having a decent season so far, but I th- it's their defense that's kind of worrying me. Yeah. They they got in Junior Firpo from Barcelona and I I've given up on him honestly <laughs> already. He, yeah. That game against uh, who did they just play? Uh, West Ham. West Ham. He he West was Ham, looking yeah. shaky in that game. 
Honestly, he he was he was all over the place. Yeah. So I mean, do you think they're in trouble? Or they they can they can you know fight their way back up. I think they should be able to fight their way back up. Yeah. I could see them ending the season probably eleventh, twelfth. Honestly, Fair. I think Bamford needs to wake up. I mean, he's yeah. only scored what one goal this season. Mm-hmm. One goal. Also, he wasn't assist. even picked up yeah. as well. He hasn't been picked up by um, Garrett Southgate again. So. Yeah, he's really struggling. I also think the goals seem to be lacking. I mean, mm-hmm. defense has been bad, but Bamford also does need to step up a bit. All right. So, I mean, obviously a lot of good games to, you know, look out for this weekend. And then, you know, between now and our next episode, we'll just be keeping tabs on some of these teams we mentioned. Um, so, quickly moving on to um, Liga with Paris. What, what do you make of their start so far to the season, boys? Uh, eight wins from eight in Liga. Obviously, it's it's to be expected. I'll, you know that's yeah, the, yeah. That's that's the only thing I could say. It's it's it's, it's to be expected. Right, right. Out yeah. of them, but in those eight games, they've scored twenty two goals and only conceded eight. Sorry, seven. Mm. And now this huge, huge result in midweek against City. Um, Boy, is is it too early yeah, to so. get excited? Or I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. they've they've got. I think it's going to sound weird, but they're a target in their league. Mm. People, the teams are going to want to show up against them, and they're, mm. they're going to want to go hard on them. And, and during one of those games, one of their players is going to get injured and will knock on wood that they get injured badly. But injuries are going to happen to their team. As you know, Neymar in that February-March period of the year, I can't believe always, you're making. I, I can't believe you're making this prediction. You you predicting people what? to get injured? <laughs> am I am I wrong? That name was always getting that that name always. that Neymar during that first knockout stage of the seems to be injured. Am you I think, wrong? You think it's gonna happen again this year? I mean, from the from the past couple years, it seems like it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, but them being nine points on top of the table, I don't see them losing the league like they did last year. But in terms of the Champions League, I don't see them. Yeah, because I mean, the, the next best team is already on 15 points, so they have a nine-point nine lead in eight games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, the thing, they, they keep, they keep they resting there. Yeah, that's, either, what, that's every, every week you see either either Neymar, Mbappe, or Messi is rested. Yeah. Which is yeah. crazy to me. I mean, and speaking of, speaking of those guys, uh, what, do you, what do you make of the start together as, as a trio? Do you think they've played linked up well, played well, or... You know, from what I've from what I've heard and from highlights I've seen, not really. They yeah. haven't really clicked as I expect them to. But I guess it, I'll expect something from them after eleven games played. Mm-hmm. But, Nash, yeah, it's still early days. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw what happened over the weekend. I think it was against Montpellier, and Mbappe got substituted, and he was pretty much, you know, complaining to Gay, saying, "Oh, Neymar never passes the ball to me." So, mm-hmm. yeah, my question is. Are those three ever gonna click? I feel like there's just too many egos. Well, for, for my, in my opinion, I think Mbappe might be a problem. It just looks like. I mean, nah, he, I think he should have gone. To be honest, I'm he, he wanted to, to go. Yeah. That's the thing. He wanted to yeah. go. The PSG wouldn't accept. He's gone next year anyway. He's not gonna. Sign yeah, no, anyway. he's def- he's definitely so. going. So it's it's a case of is he willing, you know, just to stick it out for that one season and say, okay, uh, we need to try win Champions League, or is it more like, okay, I'm just playing for the sake of it and I can't wait to go to Madrid or whatever. I think he. I think he's mentally checked out. Already, yeah. knowing that Madrid put in a hundred and seventy-five million dollar bid for him, and 
PSG rejected it. So yeah. he's just like, all right, I'm going to them next year anyway. I'm going to just get through this season. And it's whatever. Yeah. And I mean, right. he's, not, he's not the face of PSG anymore as well. So mm-mm, mm-mm. that's probably bagging him. Who <laughs> is the face of PSG now, boys? What? No, nah, genuine question. I mean, is it Neymar or Messi now? Come on. No, nah, nah, seriously, though. Seriously. <laughs> because, um, nah, obviously, um, we, know who, we, we know who the better player is. But in terms of, you know, who's who's the leader? Because even the game against Leon the other day... Um, uh, uh, are you saying leader or face? Because those are two different things. Face, yeah. face. face. We know the Face. Face is messy. Say none still. That's all I wanted to hear. That's all I wanted to hear. hundred <laughs> percent. You're right. No, sweet. So I guess as our prediction from, from early on, Jerry, um, we, we did say PSU is probably going to run away with the title and it just yeah. kind of looks that way. Yeah, it's looking like that. Right yeah, now. It looks but, like but, that. But, but, is uh, second. Yeah, I know. We can't, we can't leave that out. I mean, you go ahead. Let's hear it. Nine points away, though. <laughs> It's already I know, I but mean, still, that that's fine. They're they're fighting for a Champions League spot at the moment. Yeah, fair so enough. I just I'm just saying to point that out. They I, did finish did seventh you, last season as well. So you I wouldn't. Mean, make, I don't think you would have. You wouldn't have expected to be expected them to be second with eight games played. Yeah, I mean maybe not second, but yeah. I think you know it's 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 been it's been a good start for them. Monaco, yeah. I think Monaco also struggling because of Europe. I feel like um, that's Monaco a lot though. They yeah. always start yeah, all slow. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, let's just keep our eyes on you know what's happening in in France going into the next couple you know weeks months mm-hmm. to say, and then moving on to the Bundesliga, gentlemen. All right. Uh- and so, quickly moving on to the Bundesliga and what's been going on in Germany so far this season. I mean, I don't think there's any surprise over there as well, with Bayern currently sitting in first place, 16 points, five wins from six games, scored 23, conceded five. Mm. What, what do you guys make of this season so far? Um, same old, same old Bundesliga, honestly. Mm. Bayern Munich, first place sitting pretty at the top. Um, Leverkusen and Dortmund in that competing Champions League spots. Yeah, I'll say I'll say Leverkusen are the you know surprise of the season as well. Leipzig have kind of struggled, sitting in tenth right now. Oh, you could say the same for uh, Mönchengladbach as well in that yeah. spot. I feel like someone important is 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 injured for them though. I forgot who though. The Mönchengladbach. Yeah. Turam. It's Turam. It's Turam. 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 Yeah. Yeah, he's injured right now. So I mean, obviously, still not good enough. But uh-huh. yeah. Um, Nash earlier when he spoke. You, you did say that Nagelsmann was talking about being all out in terms of trying to win everything. Do you think that's possible for them? Yeah, I mean, that's obviously what he claimed right at the official unveiling in June, saying that he wanted maximum success. And I think, in my opinion, that's probably a robotic opinion. When I look at someone like, you know, Hansi Flick, his predecessor, who won what five major trophies in 19 months, mm-hmm. which included like two Bundesligas, the Champions League, the... DFB Pokal as well as the Club World Cup. It's it's quite ambitious. I also do think he's got big shoes to fill. Um, obviously, it's pretty much obviously. I mean, the same squad bar. Actually, he's got Upamecano now, which is an addition. But I don't know. Obviously, based off the success that he had at Leipzig and Hoffenheim, I'm not sure if he can. It's it's a it's a big step. It's a big role to fill. Obviously, I think Bundesliga is standard. That's set in stone. My question is, 
can they actually do it in Champions League? Do you guys think they can deliver? Who's impressed you the most in the Champions League, actually, boys? Talking about contenders. Obviously, very, very, very It's early. very early. Yeah. I would say... I mean, actually, there's only one answer. Sheriff. <laughs> hey, you I'm, might, you, I'm, you, I'm you, looking you, at the groups right now. You, yeah. you, might, be, you might be right, Paul. You might two, be right. Two actually. wins, God, no losses in, in a group with Real Madrid, Inter, and Shakhtar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, man. I mean, definitely, definitely. We'll, we'll, we'll go into that a bit more later, but yeah, I think I think that's a good shout. That's a good shout. And then talking about Leipzig, you know, under Jesse Marsh, his first season back in the Bundesliga, coming from RB Leipzig, Salzburg. Sorry, do you think they can kind of mount a little run to to come back into contention for maybe a Champions League position? They should be able to. Yeah. If they can keep everybody everybody fit, because I feel like there's there's so much depth as well, though. So yeah, they do. They spent with the, I would say return of Shobelzai, but he didn't really play since he made that transfer from Salzburg in June. Yeah. Um They also added Eli Moriba from Barcelona, but he has yet to play, and uh, Brian Broby from Ajax. Mm-hmm. So they've got they've got a. Decent squad depth. They've even found a, a decent replacement for Upa Meccano and uh, Rusko Vardiol, Croatian. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, Nash, what do you, what do you think? Cognizance. I mean, they've, they've lost two centre-backs, right? In Upa Meccano and Konate, which mm. I think is such a massive loss for them, or two massive losses. But what's also interesting that this they're pretty much off to their worst start since the 2016 promotion, right? I mean... You know, when Marsh came in, he's always preaching this energetic work against the ball, aggressive pressing, and whatever. The rapid, you know, transitions yeah. like, you know, the, the, the last pressing. Of several years ago. But I don't know if he necessarily has the players to be at his disposal to do it. I mean, you guys have mentioned a few players. I'm thinking of Andre Silva, for example, right? Mm-hmm. He's He was arguably the best striker in Germany, not named Lewandowski last season, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Scoring, what, 28, I think he scored 28 goals in 32 Bundesliga games for yeah. Frankfurt. Which is crazy, and this season I think he's only scored one in the first seven games, and he's been substituted a couple of times. So I also think their success is heavily dependent on you know Andre Silva also delivering. I mean, I know they did one replacement for centre backs, but if you're losing two of your best centre backs in one season, that is quite a big knock on the rest of the squad. No, no doubt. Yeah, and one thing I, ju- I just remembered, they also lost uh, Marcel Sabitzer. Yeah, to to Munich. So. Oh, that that did happen actually. That did yeah, happen. that did happen. Crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I, I think I think there's still time for the Bundesliga to get exciting. Obviously, yeah. in terms of the top four race, at least you know Dortmund still being contention. I'm, I'm kind of scared for Dortmund actually. Why? Because Holland. In that first... No, no, not Holland. Their their defense. They've. They've scored seventeen and conceded twelve. Twelve, yes, yes. Yeah. And they've already lost two games. And the only people to concede more than them are uh, Stuttgart and, and Hertha Place. Hertha Berlin. No, uh, Bochum, who's in seventeenth, yeah, and course. then Grootfurth in sixth in last place. Yeah, no, nah, that is. So worrying. I mean, they've they've got to fix their defense. I don't know. I can't remember if uh, if you guys can remember who who they brought in. To, I know they brought in Daniel Mullen, but in the I, back specifically. Yeah, I don't think they brought it. I don't think they brought, brought any more. reinforcements in. 
they brought a keeper, but that clearly isn't working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone, everyone goes crazy about Dortmund's attack and all of that stuff. Are we forgetting that they're really conceding badly? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's 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 give a little bit of praise though to to Jude Bellingham and what he's done so oh, far. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's a no. That's I know. Vio, me and you talk about generational talents, and I think I told you that that he is a generational talent. And from that first Champions League game, and then I saw him in a, one of England's international friendlies, mm-hmm. that first international break. And I told I told you that that I think we made tried to make a comparison. We said, which past England midfielder does he look like he could turn into? Mm-hmm. And then I think we both agreed on, like, he could become a little bit of everything. Everything, honestly. yeah. No, yeah absolutely. So do you think, I don't know if I've asked this question before. I hope I haven't. But do you think this is his last season in, in Dortmund? Or you think he, he's going to stay for a bit longer? Because he's only 18, but he's already played 100, 100 professional games. So... You know, in terms of experience, it's it's not a question. It's now whether it, I think I, it, I I think it depends on who is willing to pay because I think Dortmund have already made it clear that they're they're accepting nothing less than a hundred mil, and I don't think Bellingham would be wanting to leave or mm-hmm. wanting to stay. I think it's a a thing of whether the opportunity comes in. I got you. Yeah, Sounds good. Nash, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's or, a or, at least, or at least, what, what would you do as, let's say, you're Bellingham right now, an offer comes in, you know, would you would you be comfortable to just kind of, you know, get a bit more experience experience under your belt in Germany, or just you know leave before you're even twenty? I mean, I look at it as a youngster. If I'm gonna have a massive club coming to me and offering me whatever it is, I'm not gonna say no. To yeah. be honest, like you're definitely gonna relish that challenge, and I also think he's up for it. I mean. Just no, looking at what sure. he did at the Euros and what he's been doing in Champions League and Bundesliga, I don't think he's afraid of anything, to be honest. So, if anything, if whoever it is, I know there were rumours of Liverpool possibly trying to get him and stuff, mm-hmm. I don't think he'd say no. He's definitely going to relish that challenge and think, I'm 19 years old, one of the biggest clubs wants to get me. There's no way he's going to say no. And I mean, thinking about a realistic, I think this is also Haaland's last year, right? Yeah. yeah. What are the chances yeah. of Jude wanting to stay if Haaland also goes? It's a case of, you know... I'm not going to say uh, I want to stay and I'll be the superstar. He's not going to be able to do it on his own, to be honest, unless, yeah, I don't know who Haaland, I mean, who Dortmund can replace, to be honest, or replace Haaland with. I don't think there is a replacement that's mm-hmm. fitting enough for such a striker, to be fair. Yeah. But I if think he comes, I definitely think he's going to snap it. I would snap it. I think Dortmund would kind of be in the same situation they've been in for the past couple of years. It's last year they didn't want to lose Sancho, so they kept him. But this year. Yeah. They lost him, and they didn't want to lose him and Holland. Holland, yeah. Next year, it's going to be they're going to lose Holland. Do they want to lose Holland and Bellingham at the same time? Yeah, no, I think I think that's pretty that's pretty pretty fair to to be honest. And you know, kind of moving on to another league that's been pretty good so far. I'd say I want to say surprisingly, but you know, we have Napoli in first place right now in Serie A oh. in Italy. They've they've made a great start. They they only lost their first game of the season yesterday to Spartak Moscow when they lost three two. Got a red card in the first half, kind of ruined yeah. the game. But so far, I think they've been really impressive. Do you think they can kind of hold on to this lead? That's tough. Yeah, because six, and six right? Yeah, six, six, six and six. six bro. That's six. crazy. They've scored sixteen, crazy. conceded two. They've only conceded two in six games. 
that's mental, honestly. So, yeah, I mean, you know, in terms of solidity in the back of Koulibaly, clearly doing a great job. Mm. And and in terms of scoring goals up front, you know, Insigne and them, man, are doing the job. So, mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's too early as well. Because, obviously, I've, I've really liked what I've seen from Milan and Inter as well. So, I think, I think there should be a nice little title race going on in Italy, man. Definitely. Because yeah. especially saying that, you've got Juventus who had a, a poor start. They're two, two, climbing, two. Up the, climbing up the table yeah. at the moment. So, it, 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 you can't count them out. I don't, I, I, personally, I don't think they'll win. I'll say that right now. No, I don't, th- I don't think they'll win, but you well, can't count them out of that uh, top four and putting pressure on any of these other teams. Yeah, no, nah, top four. Yeah. I think they, they can definitely you know, reach top four, but in terms of the title, I'm counting them out early. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm, there's I'm a, there's a couple of clubs doing well, right? You've got yeah, man. Milan, Roma, Atalanta, Inter. It's, it's actually quite a strong league, it's, to be honest. I think it's, it's yeah. nice, dude. It's, I think it's underrated. I yeah, think it's, underrated. it's definitely honestly. underrated. 100%. Yeah. Who would you? Who, how would you say Inter fared so far without uh, Lukaku and and Akimi as well? Yes, I mean, looking at Inter, it's been quite an eventful transfer season for them, right? Like losing Lukaku, Akimi. Let's not forget they lost Conte. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, they did. Yeah. That's that's massive. But even without you know Lukaku and Conte, it does really look like you know they they intent on successfully defending the three t- our titles there. Like Kawat currently sitting at third, four points behind Napoli. Mm-hmm. And let's also not forget that they did do a bit of business for themselves. I mean, buying Jacob, um, Correa. Correa as well. Yep. Yeah, like, yeah. I think they, get, they also does got, have to fill. Yeah, they also got uh, Chanelaglu from Milan on a free. Yes, exactly. That was massive as well. Like, they brought in a couple of players. I mean, Inzaghi does have big shoes to fill after Conte's departure. But it looks like they didn't, they've had no trouble so far making up for losing Lukaku's goals. I mean, in the first four mm-hmm. games, I remember, I think they had already scored 15 goals, which was making them, yeah, 15 goals in four games, making them the most productive attack in the league, which is quite crazy. But it's also going to be interesting to see how the team continues to jar under Inzaghi's style going forward as well. I think that's going to be quite crucial. But yeah, we can't forget the other teams that are in the league as well. I think it's it's quite competitive. Yeah, they're, right. they're currently they're sitting on 20 goals scored in seven uh, conceded, so they can they can score goals as as yeah. we see. But also to note out, Napoli, Milan, and Inter haven't lost a game either. It's mm-hmm. the one draw by Milan and then two by Inter that have just put them that low that much lower behind Napoli. So those are those are I I feel like those would be the three teams to look out for in the title race. How about uh Mourinho's Roma? What do, you, what, do you, what do you have to say about them so far? They just lost 3-2 last week to Lazio, which was a very good game, actually. But, I mean, oh, Tammy, yeah. Abraham, Tammy Abraham looks to be in good, in good nick, you know, so far in Italy. Settled, mm-hmm. settled well, I'd say. What, what expectations do you have for them? I feel like they have the good chance, because they're in the Europa League right now. They have a, they'll probably be in contention for the top four spot. Yeah. Nash, what do, yeah. you, what do you think? I, I, top four's fair? Yeah, I mean, they had a dream start, right? Or Mourinho had a dream start to life at Rome, I think. What, did he win the first three games? And yeah. after that, it's been a bit slump, slumpy, up and down. I mean, what I've been impressed about Rome is that, or Mourinho himself, is that he's been constantly utilising this attacking 4-2-3 on formation, which, you know, um, I think is fantastic. And like you mentioned, Tammy Abraham's really done well. But I've been looking at, you know, the stats by the bookmakers and... 
Roma are quite well behind Inter, Napoli, Milan, and Atalanta just for clinching. You know, mm. they're what only third ever Scudetto. Um, top four, I think, is realistic. I don't think they're going to be able to win the league. Scudetto itself, but yeah, top four, I think, is it's a good shot for them. No, absolutely, man, absolutely. And shifting our focus finally. To Jerry's beloved Barcelona, Nash, you're a Barcelona fan. Don't, don't, yeah, don't say it. that. No, we're switching to. Wait, the hold on, hold on, hold on. Beloved, listen, I, I follow Messi where he goes, man. <laughs> bro, who's, who's Barcelona bro, again? Bro. <laughs> What's a Barcelona? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys are embarrassing, man. You guys are embarrassing. Nah, nah. But um, what num? They're sitting in sixth right now. Yeah, <sighs> dead team, man. Dead La Liga. <laughs> Hey, but but hey, but listen, listen to this though. Listen to this. All jokes, all jokes aside though, they still haven't Five lost a game. They still haven't Bro. lost a game. Isn't that crazy? Yes, it's crazy. They still haven't lost a game, man. Yeah, what's league. interesting is what I think they're sitting at six with twelve points, and they're five points behind Madrid with the game in hand. So essentially, if they were to win that game in hand, hey, they're only two points behind, which is crazy, every, every, right? every, everything is still fine in Boston, don't don't you think, guys? Bro, everything's still fine. Game? Tell, tell me who their next game is. Atletico. Atletico Madrid, bro. Yeah. Massive, this is, massive game. This is a team with a strike force of Luis Suarez, Antoine Griezmann, and Jao Felix. What's your prediction for that game real quick? 3-0 Atletico Madrid. I'm exaggerating. Come on, bro. I don't like, even think we, he's exaggerating, to I'm be honest. Did we expect him to lose to Benfica 3-0? No, like, come on. No. I I'm thought gonna, they were gonna win. I'm gonna go one nothing Atleti. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's an Atleti win either way. That's, I think as well. I can't believe you guys are really just shrugging them off like that, man. That's crazy, bro. You no, know, boss you is know, sad, man. I, you saw how I felt. I don't after know. That game. Is... Yeah, I think I think everyone, everyone, you know, even listening can agree that I think Kuman's not the right man to take Barca forward. Yeah. Um, what would you say the biggest worry for them? going into the rest of the season is obviously in terms of Champions League I think they're in the same boat as United there's really nothing to fight for in the Champions League for Barcelona likewise um, <laughs> are they even going to get through the group as it stands you know? dude 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 it's, it's going to be crazy because obviously coming off a 3 nothing loss away yeah, to Benfica and they lost just, to Bayern as well so you know yeah, two two losses from two in, in, in the in the Champions League you know, and the group is not easy as well. So, you know, what's going on? Talk to us. Talk to us, Jerry. What do you think give me, is a problem? Give me a second, because I'm pulling up that game that you know I had problem, but problems with. You heard me after that game. You heard me after that game. Oh, well, the, one, well, the, one, the crosses? One, the one, crosses? one to Granada. Conceded in the second minute. And I told you from that point, it was whip FC. Was it listen, 54 crosses. And I didn't even tell you, only 13 of them connected. Oh, my goodness. That's when you... that. And I was watching uh, De Jong the other day. Well, Luke De Jong got a couple nice assists from, from Frankie. I didn't, even, I, didn't even, I didn't even watch that game. Yeah. I can't believe he's a Barcelona I, player. I wasn't watching that game. <laughs> I, exactly. I th- alone. I just figured, found out it's alone a couple of days ago. I'm glad it's alone. Is I it? thought it was permanent. Oh, yeah, it's good. alone. It's alone, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, do you, do you think they can fire Kuman at some point? I, well, I'll put if I had money right now, I'll put I'll put money on them to fire him in the next month. I'll say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, remember they got I, an issue, right? 
is that I think they'd have to pay around is it twelve million twelve million yeah, euros to get rid of him? Crazy, something crazy. Yeah, and um, basically, essentially, if they were to get rid of him, I think they can only afford to get another coach for like two million. So who's who are they going to get for two million euros? I, don't, geez, I have no idea. Geez, honestly, geez, that's the thing. I don't know I think, who's going to go to Barcelona. I think they're waiting. The only raid they would sack him is if they had some sap someone waiting right then and there, and that's why they haven't yeah. sacked him yet. So they're in a predicament right now. Man. They're in a predicament, capital Massive P one. predicament, bro. Yeah, I mean, well, good luck, Charlie, to boss. I guess I'd say. Um, I think I think I'm really impressed by the youngsters, Gavi, Nico Gonzalez. Gavi know. got like he got that call up to the senior right. team, which he's, really uh, surprised me, honestly. I, mean, I think I think he's good enough. He's definitely the next Xavi, I'd say. So. You know, see he's him got potential. Of, absolutely, mm-hmm. he's 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 a top player. Ansu Fati as well, of course. We all know about him. Yeah, it made it you made know, his comeback. I think I think the, I think so. the the biggest the biggest problem is is in defense right now. Obviously, with Eric Garcia, who's come into Barca, he's won as many games as he's got red cards too. So <laughs> you know, it's, it's 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 not a good start so far, man. Mm. Worrying. Times. I mean, there's also. We don't. We don't really have a left back right now. Jordi Alba's injured. Um, yeah, I think seventeen-year-old playing a left back. Yeah, Des has been playing a left back. We have a seventeen-year-old Alejandro Balde. Um, I like him off, a lot too, though. Came off injured. He's, he's young. Yeah, came off injured first yeah. half, and in, in that um, pretty sure it was that Granada game as well. So they're yeah. out for a little while. Yeah, you, you're right. You're right. So let me I mean, let me ask you, Nash. How do you feel about Sergi Roberto? <sighs> He's never sparked me, you know. Like I look at him and <laughs> did, did you did you hear, did you hear that deep breath? <laughs> no, I, I have no superlative for him. I just think he's he he's okay at what he he does, right? It's like when I look at his earlier career when he just come in, like he had so much potential, but mm. whenever he's got the ball, it doesn't look like he's about to do something spectacular, which I think is so sad, right? Saudi's been playing at that level for so long. Came in just when you know the Niestas and the Javis were leaving, and he's yeah. he hasn't progressed. No, he hasn't man. progressed at all. But I look at the Barcelona squad on paper; it's incredible. It, does, it doesn't look bad. Like, you've got Coutinho, you've got if Dembele's fit, if Aguero's fit, like if Pedri's fully fit, Ansu Fati's fit. Like their attack could be insane, right? Like what you mentioned, because the defense is obviously a bit shabby, but it's not like they're scoring insane goals. I mean, we're also forgetting about Memphis, like. Memphis looks like he's having the time that, of his he's, life. Yeah, he's, he's been Barcelona's best player by far. Yeah, so. by far. By far. But it's a case of it always feels like the whole squad is never fully fit. That's also mm-hmm. another issue. I don't know. It feels like Aguero is probably on holiday somewhere in Cancun or something. I don't yeah. know what he's doing with his life. <laughs> I think once Messi left, he was just like, you know what? Screw this. I don't want to play for these guys anymore. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty like, sad, man. Yeah, pretty yeah, sad. Which, I mean, Barca's downfall is sad. I mean, you look at the other end. I'm sure you're going to talk about it. Madrid. It's, it's another story there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, bar, barring this mid, bar, barring this yeah, midweek, just, they've they've been flying. Honestly, yeah, sitting on top of the table, 17 points from for seven games, five wins, two two draws, 21 goals scored, eight assists. No, sorry, eight against them. I mean. You know, it really looks like they might just run away. I mean, besides Atleti, I think Madrid are comfortable front runners to take the league in you know in Spain this season. What do you guys mm-hmm. think? I, I agree. Actually, I think all. one person who's really impressed me personally is Vinicius. This, yeah, this, yeah, he's looking. He's looking like what you guys paid for. 
right. those years ago. He's just yeah. hitting the ground right now. No, finally twenty one. First seven games of the league, five goals, two assists. Really, really can't, yeah, really can't ask for anything better, man. Yeah, you he's really come out of the shell here under Ancelotti. I think he's really shining. Like it always felt like he wasn't mature enough. You know, like his decision making was always bad. The one on ones would always be sloppy and stuff. But he's looking like a superstar. I must say. No, spot on. I think, as you said, Nash, that decision-making is the most, you know, worrying thing. Yeah. And, you know, that prediction, Jerry, 3 nothing this weekend. Do you see Suarez or Griezmann getting on the score sheet? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I feel like if you start both of them, they'll score all the goals and assist each other in the goals. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, as I said, for me, I think it's going to be close game. one nothing to Atleti. I think Barca could still pull off a surprise win, though. I'm not, I'm not totally counting them out, to be fair. Actually, Go scrap on. that. Coleman, Coleman's not on the sideline. Oh, yeah. So he still has that band. <laughs> so he still has it? that band. I'm going 1-1. One, one. <laughs> Listen, I'm going 1-1. One, because one. Whoever, whoever the assistant is, whoever's, whoever's putting out the team, they know what they're doing. One yeah, well, certainly more than Kuman. I agree. Certainly more than Kuman. No, I think that's fair, man. I think that's fair. As I said, Barca obviously having a tough, tough time, but I think they'll come back to hopefully finish in the Champions League spots at some point uh-huh. going on to the season. And Jens is there, you know, kind of wrapping up for today. Is there anything else you guys want to get into that I've probably missed? Um. I want to mention and one player. Please, please go Big ahead. Big Ben's. I just think he doesn't get enough credit. I, I, I wasn't. Oh. I wasn't even. I wasn't even going to mention him because he does I, not I, get enough credit. Like what? He's been directly involved in 15 goals for Madrid in La Liga this season. That's yeah. that's crazy. What he scored in 17 consecutive seasons in Champions League. Yeah. Yes. Only two people have done that. Him and Messi. I just feel like it's a shame. He's always. He's never been under the spotlight, right, in Madrid because there was always Ronaldo or you know whoever like other players before. I just feel like this is his time to shine and he's owning La Liga. I think he's having the time of his life. Um, the stats speak for themselves. I mean, what, eight goals, seven assists. That's that's crazy for one player. Like, so early in the season. Let's not forget he's not young, right? As well. As well. He's Very, not young. He's in the 30s. And it doesn't look like he's stopping. Oh, yeah, I sure. Think, I think he's so good and people just don't give him enough credit. Uh, I'm gonna ask Nash the question you asked. Um, you already know. Yeah, yeah, the question you asked uh, <laughs> me and Mo earlier. Um, Nash, at yeah. at this moment, do you want to do Villa nah, at this moment nah, or all time? All time. All, all time. All time. Suarez, Benzema, Aguero, or Lewandowski. In Not or just rank them. Rank them. Rank in, them in, from top to bottom. All time. Is this all time? All time. Okay, so it's you said Suarez, Lewandowski, Benz, and. Aguero. 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 Wow. Honestly, honestly, first ah. things first. First things I'm, first. Nash, I don't yeah. think there's. A, I don't. I don't think there's a wrong answer. To be fair, yeah. I don't think I'm, there's I'm a wrong going, answer. I'm going Suarez, Lewandowski, mm-hmm. Big Benz, and then Aguero. Jeez, man. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez, man. That's crazy. Boy, he said Suarez, and, and I've got valid reasons for it, right? I mean, yeah, Suarez, fair and fine. Suarez, yeah, is yeah, like, yeah, actually, yeah, Suarez yeah. is immaculate. Nah. He was crazy nah. at he won pretty much everything, right? Yeah, no, nah, Suarez is clear. Suarez is clear. Is a goal scoring machine. Benzema's got the accolades, right? We need to forget that we tend to forget that he was playing under Ronaldo the whole time, so he wasn't under the spotlight. Aguero is amazing, right? But he's got yeah. one, he's got a few Premier Leagues. 
no Champions League. The other three players have got Champions Leagues. Aguero doesn't. A, f- a, a few, other three. A, f- a, other a few three. a few Premier Leagues, guys. A few. No, the other three. Everyone else has Champions League except for Aguero. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's why I put Aguero last. I mean, he's a great player. Five-time I mean, t- five Premier League. My, Premier league my, list, my list was similar to yours. I had Suarez at the top, Benzema, yeah. Aguero, and uh, put Lewandowski at the bottom. I only put I, Lewandowski yeah. at the bottom because of that uh, Bundesliga. I, I think Lewandowski's on the bottom, gents. Whatever that's, happens. Yeah, that's unfortunately, what I say. Unfortunately. Do you guys I think you'd struggle if you came to the Premier League? I, I, wouldn't say, I don't say struggle, bro, but like... I think these guys. Imagine. I don't. Bro, I don't it, think you. I don't think he would get his numbers. Bro, imagine. Imagine. Right now. Imagine Suarez in the Bundesliga, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. You know. You know. What I'm saying. If you just take a piss, bro. You know. What I'm saying. I, I mean, mean, take nothing. Lewandowski is not, is not a team of that, right? I mean, he's yeah. not going to be that bad. Like, You're right. Nah, absolutely. nah. He could. He could easily get twenty, but he ain't. Yeah. He's not getting thirty in consecutive yeah. seasons. Fair enough. In the premiere. Right. No. So I mean, as I said at the beginning, I don't think there's 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 a wrong answer to that. Honestly, this uh-huh. really comes down to preference. The yeah, kind of style sure. play you like because they've already done great things. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but hey, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure as always. Yes, Nash, sir. thank you for we joining us it, today, man. my boy. Thanks let's so much. This, let's let's do this again sometime. Really loved it. Yeah, for sure. I'm always available, man. And I love that, man. Jezza. Yes. Yes, sir. We'll see you next time. We'll see you guys. I hold on, hold on. Last thing, last thing. We we did this earlier, but I need to I need to bring this back. Prediction for Liverpool. Liverpool, Man City. Yep. Nash. I said 2-1. 2-1 Liverpool. 2-1 Liverpool. 2-1 Liverpool. I'm saying 2-0 Liverpool. 2-0 Liverpool. I'm going real? with... What's your prediction? I'm going with... 2-1 City. Jeez. Okay. At Anfield. <laughs> hey. At Anfield. At a packed Anfield, my boy. At a packed boy. Anfield, bro. Wow. Two one wow. city. Two one city. All right, then. All right, then. <laughs> but hey, gents. You guys take care. It's been a pleasure. Say no more.